Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and you are in for a really special treat today. And that's because I am going to be talking to a client of mine on the podcast today, and she's pretty incredible. So she had lost 80 pounds, but still really felt unhappy, still felt stressed about food and really obsessing over good choices or not so good choices, really felt like after losing that much weight, she would be happier, but she wasn't. And she is going to share with you this concept that honestly, if you had said this to me a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have understood. I wouldn't have thought it was possible for me. And that is freedom, not stressing about food choices, not loading in all of this emotion related to the choices you make. I know for me, I used to define my days based on if I ate well or not, according to my assessment, right? If I made good food choices, it was a good day. If I made bad food choices, it was a bad day. And my emotions were largely dictated by whether or not I worked out, whether or not I overindulged, And so Amanda, who's going to be on the show today, when I ask her what has changed for her recently, the word that keeps coming up again and again is freedom. And that is something that she wasn't able to get from all of these diets and even from past weight loss. But what is this idea of freedom? What does it mean? How do you get it? Is it even possible? And I will tell you this, for Amanda, it was certainly possible. For me, it was certainly possible, but I understand if you're not sure if that's possible for you, not constantly being stressed and worried and anxious about food, guilty over every single choice you make or don't make. She talks about when things started to get easier because the day wasn't good or bad because of the food, because she understood that no matter what choice she made, the next one was a totally blank slate. So I'm super excited for you to hear from Amanda. Before we dive in, I want to remind you that on December 13th and 14th, that is a Tuesday and a Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, I'm hosting a totally free webinar talking about how to lose weight for the last time, how to get out of the cycle of trying and giving up, doing the work and then doing it over again because at some point you stop and you gain weight or you lose your footing. Let's end that cycle. I'll be talking about how, I'll be there live, I'll answer all your questions. I won't leave until the last question is answered. You can grab your spot, it's totally free. 
by going to primalpotential.com forward slash December, primalpotential.com forward slash December, or just go to the show notes for this episode. And also while you're there, you'll find a transcript from today's episode in case you find that helpful because Amanda's got a lot of great things to share. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy hearing some of Amanda's story. All right, so I am here with Amanda. Amanda is one of my fat loss fast track rookies. And basically what that means is it's her first time through the fat loss fast track. So there are a couple of different levels when I do these groups. And your first time through when we're building the foundation, when we're establishing sort of the nuts and the bolts, how to journal, why to journal, the way we talk to ourselves, setting goals and expectations, and then the fundamentals like the golden rules of carbs and fat loss. All that happens in the first 12 week cycle. And as of when we're recording this, we are almost wrapping up week nine of Amanda's first time through the Fat Loss Fast Track. And when I said to them, you know, I'd love to do a little bit of real time coaching on the podcast, talk about what's going well for you, talk about where you're still finding yourself challenged or struggling a little bit. Amanda was like, I'm in, I'm ready, let's do this. And so I'm super, super, super glad that she was willing and open to share a part of her journey with all of us because, you know, sometimes you can't relate to me and my story, but maybe you can relate to something in Amanda's story. So thank you so much, Amanda, for being here. It means so much to me. Thank you. I'm excited. I am too. I am too. So tell me a little bit about you're in, you're about to wrap up. We've got about three plus weeks left in your first fat loss fast track. What was it that made you say, I want to do this? Because it's a commitment. It's a commitment of time. It's a commitment of money. What is it that made you say, I think I'm going to give this a shot? Oh goodness. It actually was a long thought process in a way because I have truly honestly spent so much money on my diet and losing weight and all this stuff. So I really, it was really hard for me because I started to listen to your podcast over the summer and um, I fell in love and I was like, wow, I can really relate to a lot of these things. I think I'm in the wrong direction of what I'm looking for because I had lost 80 plus pounds. I had reached goal, but I truly was so still so unhappy with the way that I looked, the way that I was relating to food and everything. But when I was listening to your podcast, I was like, oh, goodness, I think I'm really looking at this the wrong way. Mm. So then I was like, okay, let me see if I can do the the, uh, fat loss fast track. And then I looked at the cost and my financial situation. And I was like, oh, goodness, is this going to be another one of those things Mm -hmm. that I start I do, and I do it for a week, and then I don't listen to you anymore, and then I'm like, in the last in the last three, two weeks or three weeks, am I going to be like trying to play catch up on everything that I missed? Sounds because... like you've experienced that before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's how things went, and so I was really nervous, and I reached out to you, and I was like, I really don't know what to do, and I'm not surprised now, but I got a, a voice message back right away saying, you have to make that decision. Mm. (laughs) And I was like, oh boy, here we go. So I said, I thought about it and I was like, no, I really need to do this. I need to find a way. Mm -hmm. And I borrowed money from Peter to pay Paul and figured it out. And I cannot be more thankful. And I'm so 
It's so surprising how we're on week nine. How did we get to week nine? It flies by, doesn't it? Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I feel like just yesterday I was listening to the very first one and I was like, I cannot believe we're in week nine. I know. It's crazy. One of the so. things you said when you emailed me, when I when I reached out to you guys and said, hey, does anybody want to do a little bit of like real-time coaching on the podcast and talk about your experience? One of the things you said was that the past nine weeks has changed you it's changed your family, it's changed your marriage, and you came from a place where you had already done every diet in the world. And I think in your email you said you had spent enough money to have like bought a car by now. I could. I could be driving a nice car. <laughs> Not but, that I don't, but I could be even a nicer car. Right. Well, um, you said it, you had been looking at it the wrong way. Like, what do you yes. think was different about your perspective before the fat loss fast track that you felt like was the wrong way versus how you're seeing things now? Um, I truly feel like I have found freedom Mm. and I think that even my family now has found freedom. The way that I react to different situations has changed, honestly, how much, and it sounds so crazy because here I was joining this for fat loss (laughs) and all that. And now I'm like saying that I found freedom in my house and my kids and even my husband and just the way that I react to things is just so, so different. Um, it just really is so eye-opening about how you send things out or your thoughts really do come back to you. And it's so important to be to be positive or not only that, but to believe that yeah. you can do this. Right. And so that was really what changed in this whole process so far. Um I think it's like every Sunday waking up on Christmas morning to to open up your email and to think to see what we're going to do next this week. And yeah. not every week is easy. And I don't think any week has been easy, um, really. But um, just every the whole outlook on everything. It's like I definitely have been freed from it and freed from my my thoughts of what. I thought I wanted mm. and and needed and but I don't. Well, let me let me dive into that to to better understand it. So yep. it's interesting that so just so everybody else knows, on Sunday we get a weekly challenge. There's one focus for the week, and and so that's what you're referring to. And you say you look forward to waking up on Sunday morning. It's interesting that you say that none of the challenges have been easy, and yet you've found freedom. Mm-hmm. So what does that really mean to you? Let me ask you a pointed question. Has the way you look at food changed? Because I'm hearing that a lot of the way you think has changed, but has it impacted the way you think about food? Because when you say it changed what I thought I wanted, tell me more about what that means and what specifically has changed for you. Absolutely about food. I... I truly can eat something now and it is just food. Mm. I don't have emotion attached to that food anymore. I don't have guilt about food anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't have guilt about it at all. Like it's, it's, that's the freedom of the food part. It's mm-hmm. really, um, even if I do exercise that day or don't exercise, I don't have that emotional burden yes that oh I didn't go do it today yes is it a choice that I did it I I now own my choices 
and accept my choices. And I love every single one of them, whether mm. it is going to get me to that goal of if I don't work out, let's say, and I, I know that, well, look, I'm going to be doing something else or mm -hmm. I'm replacing it with this, but I'm not feeling guilty about it. And mm -hmm. then I also know that there's a, a chance to, to start over That's any right. second. That's right. And that's huge. Yeah. And it's not that I now skip workouts. I don't. That's not what I'm saying either. But you know what I mean? Like I really, truly let myself let go yeah. of yeah. all those, those negative things that I told myself that if I didn't do it and then I didn't love it, yeah. you know, so it's really, it's really come to a sense of that I've let go of so much anxiety it's, over it. it it's really it's so it's really crazy <laughs> I bet that there are some people listening who the idea of not being guilty over what they eat or feeling that guilt or shame scares them because they think that if they don't feel bad about it that it'll be a free-for-all I know there was a time that if you told me oh eat the ice cream and don't feel guilty that I would equate that with so I can eat all the ice cream forever and ever and ever and it's okay but I know that's not what you mean for you. Right. That is so the opposite. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't eat the ice cream and I don't skip the workout because right. I truly, truly don't have that emotion to it. Exactly. It's not so this I've emotional of tug emotion. of war. Yeah. I think for so many people, they equate a day as either, they define it as either good or bad based on if they made good food choices or bad food choices. They made good right. workout choices or bad workout choices. And then there's always this punishment reward notion of food, which is what screws us all up. So if I'm understanding you correctly, and totally tell me if I'm wrong, when you Absolutely. let go of that punishment reward association, you just do what makes you feel your best, which is rarely the, 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 the ice cream, the cookies, the skipping workouts. It's so, it truly is. It is so, it, that's when it became easy, easier, mm. to, so to say. When, once I gave up the emotion to those things, those things I no longer were connected to that I needed to, that I felt like I needed to have them. That is they truly, they truly just freed me of that. And then all of a sudden, all my, my nighttime eating used to be it was horrendous. It was really, my journal even shows it, but it was really, truly scary in a way and to look at. And now when you look at my journal, my, um, my tracking journal, mm -hmm. I, it's not even, there's no emotions written with mm -hmm. it. It's like, Oh, I'm going to bed. Right. That's it. <laughs> so, the end. Yeah. But it, it's not that I thought about it, that I even, I'm at the point now that I don't even have to think about it, that I, um, that I don't have to think about that I don't want it. Mm -hmm. It's just now I don't I don't have it, and it's there's nothing attached to it. And if I did have it, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And I move on. And then yeah. the next day, I I I write it and I say like what it made me feel like afterwards. If if it made me feel anything, or if it didn't, or was it really worth it, or wasn't it? And then the next. Uh, day I go back and I look and I say, ah, oh, see, it really wasn't that worth it. And so the next day it's even easier to say, I don't need it. Yeah. And what's interesting is even though you had lost 80 pounds before and you were still unhappy, all of those diets didn't teach you 
didn't give you the skills, didn't help you find a way to let go of those emotions? No, 100% not. Do you feel like the challenges in the fat loss fast track gave you the tools to be able to do that? Yes. Yes. Because it, it, the way that it guides you is really truly focusing on one thing at a time, Mm -hmm. which I, I still am working on. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) In the Facebook group when I wrote the other day, like four things that I was going to change this week. And you were like, no, 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 (laughs) where's that one? Or, you know, and I was like, oh my goodness, you're right. Just that one, I need one. And, um, so that's what has made it so much easier to break it down to one thing that you focus on each week and and then grow from there is is how it's really just changed and, and how it different builds. it is from other other things that I've done. And I think it builds. Like we have to kind of start with the easiest thing and and I know there are a lot of people and you might be one of them starting out that's like this is it. Week 1, this is all we're doing. Like come on, give me more. <laughs> I think actually week one was the hardest (laughs) challenge you gave us, (laughs) but now I walk around with my binder and I can't be anywhere without it. Yeah, 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 I totally get that. Where do you feel like you're still having a harder time or experiencing challenges or struggles? Where do you feel like you need the most effort or improvement at this point? At this point where I am now, because I have lived the so long, basically since I was a kid with my weight and thinking about it and dealing with it and everything like that, the fact that I have given that, not give it up, but that I, I have, I don't have that burden anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't have the thought of what I thought I should look like mm-hmm. or want to look like. Mm-hmm. The expectations. And now, Yes. And now finding what it is that I'm really, truly Mm. seeking out. It's not, it's not a size right now for me. Mm -hmm. It's not, um, it's a healthy relationship with food, which I think strongly with all the challenges that we've had, especially the last few weeks, Mm -hmm. um, even coming through Thanksgiving and that challenge and everything like that. I think that I, I'm coming closer to that goal of, of the relationship with food and mm-hmm. just enjoying it instead of every bite that I take thinking about, well, what's this going to lead to or mm-hmm. how many more bites after this am I going to take? So, right. um, I think now my biggest thing is, is what is it that I really am seeking? What is it that I really was looking for for all these years? Cause it, I don't think it was food and it wasn't a size. So I I totally get that. I I know I can relate to that because for me, I always felt like my weight had to be under a certain number. And if it was under that certain number, I would be happy. Or if the tag inside my pants was a certain number, I would be happy. And that can be an awkward thing to sort of adjust to, well, that number doesn't really mean anything. But at the same time, I know I want more for my life. I know I want more for my health. I know I want more for my body. But like, what is that thing? What Mm -hmm. is that more? One of the things that I think is really helpful is to sit down and say, what would my ideal day look like? And I'm talking painful detail, like every nitpicky thing. What time do you wake up? 
Where do you wake up? Where is your house? What do you have to do that day? Every single thing. And I know I've shared before uh, that I go through this exercise with myself and it's specific to what am I wearing in bed, right? When I wake up in the morning, what did I wear to bed the night before? What does my body look like and feel like? What time do I wake up? Do I wake up to an alarm clock or do I not need an alarm clock? What is the view out my window? Who is there? What do I eat, right? What are the first few hours of my day look like? And really crafting, what would that ideal be in as much detail as possible? And then saying, okay, where are the gaps between where I am now and where I want to be. And some of it might be related to very much your physical body, right? Like there are some parts of my body that I really want to keep seeing progress on so that, you know, there's this particular dress that I would love to wear or, you know, I want to feel this particular way when I wake up in boy shorts and a sports bra or whatever it is. Or it might be your your lifestyle and the flexibility that you have to work at home or not work or have the means to work, whatever it is, identifying what would be the ideal, where are the gaps, and then saying, okay, one tiny step at a time, what's the next Mm -hmm. piece of that that I can tackle, right? One of those things for me that seems to be really, really common, especially in women, is confidence. Yes. Mm -hmm. I want to feel confident no matter how wide my hips are, no matter what size jeans I'm wearing, no matter if I've put on makeup or not, whether it's nine o'clock at night or six o'clock in the morning, I want to feel confident. And then it is, okay, what kinds of things are getting in the way of my confidence? Sometimes that's a mindset or a thought process or a belief. And sometimes it's something physical about your body. Either way, you can tackle both. Does that make sense? Absolutely, yep. And so it's always this evolving thing. And I think that the extent to which you can say, this is what I want as a mom. This is the kind of day I want to have with my kids. As a wife, this is the ideal day with my husband. In my work, this is the ideal day. For my body, this is the ideal. This is how I want to feel in my skin. Okay, what's the next thing I can tackle? How do I get there? And what's today's effort towards that aim? Mm-hmm. And I think going through that on a very regular basis, I visualize my ideal day every single day. But the reality is that it evolves, that it changes, that as we grow, as we become more self-aware, as we make progress, we tweak and adjust it, and we should. But I would say for you, starting there and saying, what would be amazing? What would be satisfying as a mom? What would be satisfying as a wife? What would be totally fulfilling for myself? Where are the gaps? What do I want to tackle first? And how do I tackle it today? Right. And the key there, too, is also the one step at a time. Because I think when you look at it in such a huge picture, that's when it also falls down, too. Mm -hmm. And I love the one one step at a time, because I think that there there are a lot of like work, body, family, like um, a lot of things and Mm -hmm. a lot of areas that I'm like, what is the perfect day? Even just thinking while you were talking and 
each one probably has a handful of things that I could say that I want to change in it. And, but it's not to look at it in the whole picture of, oh my gosh, I have 30 things that I want to change. Well, today I can do this and change it. And And the one thing that, that I think is paramount for anybody with any goal is the disciplined pursuit of patience. I don't Mm -hmm. have to make progress in every area of my life at the same time. Sometimes when Mm -hmm. we're taking on a new endeavor or in a new relationship or our kids are really young, it's totally okay to say, in my disciplined pursuit of patience, I am going to put my eggs in the basket of raising my kids. I'm going to be more patient with my journey with my body. It doesn't mean avoidance and disrespect of the body, but we don't have to be a jack of all freaking trades. I think that is a myth. And sometimes we lose sight of the fact that we have a finite amount of energy and focus. And so if you give 10% to this and 10% to this and 10% to that, you're going to be exhausted, but you're not going to be moving forward very fast. Right. And so identifying even on a daily basis, one day you might need to put all your focus and attention on your kids. Another day you might have a little bit more margin to take care of your body. The key is that it's not an extremes. It's not I'm either caring for my body or I'm totally off the rails. It's not love for self or disrespect of self. It's just, all right, status quo. What does that look like? What's the middle of the road choice here while I pursue this other thing? being patient with the process and understanding I can't tackle everything all at once and I don't have to. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Let me ask you this. I know for sure that there are people listening, going, I'm kind of in that boat where I've spent a ton of money on diets and they haven't really worked. And so that's why I'm telling myself no to the fat loss fast track because I know me and I waste money on this stuff. What would be your, your two cents to the person who's on the fence about the fat loss fast track? Um, I, I really, you are so connected that at any time that you feel like you aren't going to listen to the podcast or that something's not working, shooting you an email or on the Facebook group and your response back um, is just so key to it that it's really hard to, to kind of fail at this. I Mm -hmm. feel, I personally feel um, even if it's not you that's responding right back, the group is just so amazing and, and they're amazing people and we're all from different walks of life. None of us, I don't, I, you know, uh, please we've got men, the, the we've world. got women. We've got, yeah, we've got so, people in all countries. We've got moms you know, and dads. Um, yeah, it really, it, it really is. It's very different. And the fact that um, it's so exciting and it truly is so new every week mm-hmm. that some don't get me wrong. Some of the weeks I never not did a challenge, but some of the weeks I was like, when I reflected back at the end of the week on my week, I was like, well, I could have done that a little bit better, Mm -hmm. but I never gave up because I was so excited to what was going to come next. Mm -hmm. And you never know what's going to come next. (laughs) And and like the morning one, I, I'm still shocked every day that my alarm clock goes off two hours earlier than Mm. before this challenge every day. Mm -hmm. 
and I and I'm loving that time. Yeah. Who would have thought? Right. Who would have thought? Really. <laughs> you know, it's but, interesting. You, know, you you make a good point. Sorry to interject, but I never really the way that I do the weekly challenges is really to build on skills. But I ne- you make such an excellent point that that way it never gets old. It's not like you commit to a 90 day diet and the rules never change. Like every week is something different. And so you don't sort of fizzle out and there is that excitement. I think that's a really great point. I'm glad you brought that up. You really can't because each week is truly something that yes, they build on each other because you've set a different foundation for X, Y, and Z. But even like I, I've gone back and listened to previous ones and I'm like, wow, week two has so much to do with week nine. Yeah. But I would never have related them back in week two, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it definitely is something so new every week. And the things that you can pick up from from week to week do all go together. But each week you feel like, oh, I've got something fresh to do this week. Mm-hmm. I have something so new to do this week. I have something new to focus on. And yes, maybe last week I wasn't 150 percent all into X, Y or Z, but I can still work on that, mm-hmm. and this week I I can work on what's new, too, because I have the foundation from last week. I kind of know what I have to do. I know what I didn't do. I know what I need to work on, so that's kind of like can just roll into the next week. It doesn't need to be my – and then the, the week that we're in is like your sole focus right? with the other ones that are just now habits and routines and right. enjoyment, really. right. And I think, too, having one challenge a week helps people not get overwhelmed. Oftentimes when we start, and I think you can probably relate to this if you've done as many diets as I have, sometimes you just feel like, what is this? This is so much work and effort and so much change. (laughs) But doing one thing at a time really makes it more manageable and sustainable. I truly have never in the nine weeks felt like this was a lot of change. Mm. And I have changed so much. Isn't it <laughs> so interesting that all of a sudden I you're truly, like, whoa. <laughs> isn't it? It's so, it really is. I truly, truly never felt like I was changing like drastically, but mm-hmm. I have changed drastically in, in so many different areas. It really, how it all goes together. And like you said, it's um, in previous ones, you've said that they're not all the same and you kind of go by the group and see what we kind of need by different feedback. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's key too, because like we had Thanksgiving last week, so we needed a little extra, (laughs) little extra motivation, not cheerleading motivation. (laughs) Right, right, right. I'm not a cheerleader. That's for sure. So if you, thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely, I'm just not my style. If you could go back in time, say 10, 11 weeks when you were considering the fat loss fast track, what would you say to yourself as you were making that decision with what you know now? Oh, that it's not even an option. Yeah. It, it, we have to, I, I would say to everyone in my house, we're figuring out how I'm going to do this <laughs> instead of me figuring it out on my own. Right. We're figuring it out and I'm going to do this. Right. It's not an option. It's yeah. not, it wouldn't have been an option because, and I don't think I truly honestly don't even think my family would have let it been an, an option. Really? If knowing they, what they know knowing, now. Knowing what they know now, I don't think that they would let it be an option either. Tell me a little bit more about that as we wrap up. Like, what is it that has changed for your kids and for your husband? 
based on this? Um, well, a quick example is my daughter used to have this major anxiety of getting to her activities on time. Mm. And prior to this, I was like, oh, gosh, why? stop crying. Stop being upset. Why do you have all this anxiety about being on time? And now looking at it, I realized because what was I doing? Everything that I was doing, let's go. We're going to be late. You're going to be late. You're going to miss this. Da, da, da. And I would get all worked up and I would have anxiety over yeah. it. Mm -hmm. So one day during one of the week's challenge, I picked her up and she starts hysterically crying. We're going to be late. I don't want to go. I'm going to be late. This whole thing. And I looked at her. I go, we're going to get there. And she kind of like stopped and stared at me. And I said, we're going to get there. And if we don't, we got bigger problems than if we're <laughs> late for gymnastics. I was like, so we're going to get there. <laughs> and I said, and it doesn't matter when we get there because we're going to get there. Mm -hmm. And so the whole way there, we're chanting, we're going to get there, you know, Aww. and we're like going on and, and whatever. So now even she'll look at me and when she starts to feel anxious about like getting somewhere in time, she's like, mom, we're going to get there. Aww. And I was like, you're right. We're going to get there. So even things like that, I know it's not like a significant thing. No, that totally her, is. It totally is. Watching her have anxiety and thing. wondering where she was getting it from. Well, she was getting the anxiety from me. Yeah. And the way that I was reacting to the situation of us being late. Yeah. Because I was giving all of that energy yeah. right to her. Yeah. And so now the fact that we're all just like, oh, we're going to get there. Well, mm. yeah. If yeah. not, we're <laughs> really in trouble. But yeah, no, we're going to get there you know we make a joke out of it and it's awesome and, I love that with my husband it was it really truly has changed a lot without getting way sure. too deep in all this stuff but I I truly it has given us freedom I, mm. I was like that is my my whole word because honestly yeah. it truly has I would drive home from work with anxiety and thinking about different situations mm -hmm. that weren't even happening. Mm -hmm. What was I doing? I was wasting so much time. The things you feared that might happen or worried that yes. might. Yeah. Like I felt like, Oh, he's going to be mad at me that I, or he's going to react this way that I'm asking to go to yoga tonight or mm -hmm. go to CrossFit or whatever the heck I'm going to. Mm -hmm. And instead of me like coming up with this whole scenario and then walking in the mm -hmm. house and already being, being angry, defensive. Yeah. That he was going to say whatever. Now I walk in the house and I'm like, hey, do you mind if, you know, can you do this part and I'll do this part or can we work this out? Mm. And every single time he's like, yeah, sure. How about I just do or how about I, you know, like it's mm. actually we're a team again and where oh, we weren't amazing. before. But it was truly it wasn't that we weren't a team. It was that I wasn't the team because I was truly in your just head. creating yeah. all these problems. Mm -hmm. I was manufacturing stuff that wasn't real. Yeah. Yeah. And so within the challenges of all of that, <laughs> I, uh, that you have given over the last nine weeks, all that has changed for me. Mm. And, and I do have to add, even though the scale doesn't matter, I am down eight pounds. <laughs> Yay! That's awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> and I also have stopped weighing myself. Oh. So the only reason why I know that is because the first week, the first day I weighed myself, which I was an everyday weigher, mm. and now I don't weigh myself really at all and because it was doing no good for me. So I've gotten rid of that. 
but I do know that I'm down eight pounds and it feels great. (laughs) I'm so excited for you. And I'm so grateful that you're willing to share a little bit of your story because I have no doubt that there are so many people listening that can relate to either having lost weight, but still being unhappy or feeling like there's just unnecessary, but constant tension and stress in their homes or a constant wasting of money trying to seek these solutions that are really just the same thing that look different. So I'm so thrilled that you made the decision that you robbed Peter to pay Paul, found a way to take care of yourself, emailed me and said, hey, what do you think? Because you could have just said, nope, I can't. I can't afford it. I've already wasted the money. But you said, what do you think? And you gave it that thought and you invested in yourself. And, you know, one of the things you said is it's really hard to fail it's easy to fail if you just quit and don't show up, but you showed up and you show up every week and you read the emails and you watch the webinars. And so you deserve 1000% of the credit. And honestly, I'm just so grateful for your openness, for your willingness to share your story. And I'm just thrilled to be a small part of, of your journey. It's just such a blessing for me. I, I just have to say that if for anybody truly, they're important, you're important and Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm important and mm-hmm. my happiness, even though I have two children and they mean the world to me and my husband and my dog and everything else in my life is so important, but I'm also important. Yeah. And so to make sure that I wake up every day and realize how important I am and that if I don't take care of myself, nothing else is going to be able to be taken care of. So it, that's, it's so key. And this whole process has really, really, truly opened my eyes to it. And I'm thankful and yes, I've done the work and, but you've given me, given me the path, which was Mm -hmm. very much needed. And I thank you for that because it means a lot. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't wait to spend another three weeks with you because the last three weeks are going to be a great three weeks. Um, and oh I'm gosh, just... they're going to fly. I know, they are. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you. That was so real and so powerful. And from my perspective, so hopeful, right? Because I can completely relate to feeling like I could have bought a very nice car with all the money I've spent on the results I didn't get or the results I didn't keep. I think it's so encouraging to hear that it doesn't have to be hard, that everything can change, that you don't always have to be obsessed with food and emotional and guilty over the choices you make or you don't make. So thank you again to Amanda for sharing your story, for being so honest, and for giving us hope that that is totally possible. If you want to attend this totally free webinar, hang out with me. You know you want to. You know you want to. Go to primalpotential.com forward slash December and get all the details about that uh, free training that I am doing on how to lose weight for the last time. A lot of the strategies that Amanda alluded to will be covered. Primalpotential.com forward slash December, or just go to the show notes page for this episode and I will link it up there as well. You guys have a great day. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 
or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.